0: for listening to the only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy welcome to the pharmacy podcast show you can find all of our episodes at pharmacypodcast.com this is david pope co-founder of creative pharmacist and you're listening to the pharmacy podcast
1: hey welcome back to the pharmacy podcast i'm your host and founder of the show Todd Ury. I'm so glad you guys came back for another episode. We got a great episode today with very um, valued sponsors, GRX Marketing. Nicole McClure is coming to the show again. She's coming back and she's bringing along with her someone who is not a stranger to the Pharmacy Podcast. He lives and breathes the pharmacy industry and bringing value to pharmacist services. David Pope with The Creative Pharmacist. But before that, I wanted to make an announcement again. The Pharmacy Podcast will transform. It'll constantly be changing and innovating. We want to gather other podcasts that are out there and place them under the Pharmacy Podcast umbrella so that if you're in the pharmacy industry and you run into thepharmacypodcast.com, you'll be able to listen to a plethora of of different pharmacy podcasts, providers of information, clinical, technology, community, institutional, compounding, business issues, political issues. Um, We're growing our um, author base. We're growing our thought leadership base, but we need to continue. And I want to play a short clip from a future podcaster, which we hope to be working with. Hey Todd, this is Pharmacy Joe from the Elective Rotation Podcast. I got your tweet today about coming on your show and I would love to take you up on the offer. The Elective Rotation is a podcast about caring for critically ill patients from the perspective of a board-certified pharmacotherapy specialist. I cover topics such as Pharmacist responds to code blue calls, how to stay current with medical literature, and how to communicate verbally with physicians. I'm looking forward to hearing you. You can send me an email at joe at pharmacyjoe.com. And if you would very much like to become part of the Pharmacy Podcast family, please contact us at publisher at pharmacypodcast.com. Hey there, welcome back to the Pharmacy Podcast. It is a a trait for me and an honor when I have a privilege to interview uh, people who are really in the trenches of the business of pharmacy, helping pharmacy uh, leaders and owners uh, do things that obviously um, affect the lives of patients that they serve. And today's pharmacy podcast is brought to us by GRX Marketing, who we've been so thankful of being on two other shows. So if you haven't uh, heard their other shows, please go to Google, put in GRX Marketing Pharmacy Podcast. You'll find both episodes with Nicole McClure. And we want to welcome Nicole back to the show. Hey, Nicole, how are you today?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks.
1: And we also have another special guest that our listeners um, probably have heard before and is not a stranger to the pharmacy industry, the business of pharmacy, the differentiation of the services that we uh, all uh, strive to, uh, to building excellence for our, our patients. Mr. David Pope, the co-founder of Creative Pharmacists. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast, David. Thank you so much for having us, Todd. You're very welcome. So I was excited about the show. My favorite topic um, is really innovation, And I'm a technology geek, and I like how technology can be leveraged to really change businesses and how it can help to um, elevate a provider so that you can do things more from a consultative perspective, medication therapy management, and really touching the patient, counseling the patient. Rather than um, the, uh, the beginnings of pharmacy and the basics of pharmacy, which are also important, the safety aspect, being behind the bench. But it's almost like that's where a pharmacist starts their career. But it's the passion that drives a pharmacist to do more for the actual patient's life, uh, human longevity, wellness, uh, and really being better. So I was so excited to bring on the both of you, um, taking a marketing leader, uh, taking a programs developer, uh, David Pope and Nicole McClure, and basically throwing you guys in the in the pharmacy podcast sandbox and just want to <laughs> talk about thought leadership, uh, where we are in the industry. Um, you know, pharmacy is one of the most competitive aspects inside our uh, healthcare system, and it's interesting. You start out with your physician – But where do you always end up? You always end up back at that pharmacy because that's what's going to drive completing your care and finishing your care through obviously proper adherence and many of the things that are happening. So thank you both for coming today for this thought leadership show. I'm going to turn it over to Nicole. Nicole, just guide us through from your aspect of marketing and seeing what pharmacy owners are doing correctly, what mistakes that they're making. And how leveraging the right type of marketing plan can really put them on levels that uh, that their competitors are not.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think what independent pharmacists do well and have always done well is make that connection with their their customers, their patients. Um, you know, as we all know, they go above and beyond just filling their prescriptions. They they take the extra time to really get to know their medication history, you know, know their family, know what they're about. And, you know, I think that definitely separates them um, from the competition. Um, you know, what they can do better is, empower that personal service and, um, carried over into a marketing type plan. So, you know, going out in in the community, getting beyond the pharmacy walls and and sharing that information, whether it's through community presentations or, or that sort of thing. And, you know, having a successful kind of step-by-step marketing plan put together definitely helps them keep on track because, They're so busy with other things going on in the pharmacy, insurance, and, you know, just everything that comes up every day. And so if you don't have some sort of plan to keep you on track, it's, you know, really hard to, um, to take advantage of everything that they could do. So, um... And I think, you know, as far as mistakes or things that they could do better is maybe adapt some of the, the new technologies that are available out there to uh, capture patients. Um, and um, I know David, you know, has experience with mobile apps and that sort of thing as well. So, David, what do you guys see on your end as far as technology and, you know, how pharmacists could, could do a better job of adapting those practices?
0: You know, Nicole, that's a great question, and it's something that you guys focus on, I know, very heavily. Um, I guess in order to answer that question, I would say we have to look at the statistics, and it shows that two-thirds of U.S. uh, adults now are smartphone owners. And if you look at who has internet access, it's now 90% of all U.S. adults. And so there is a huge market for that. And even if you're looking at, from a consumption standpoint, from a retailer standpoint, uh, we know that. Shoppers who view, let's just say, a video online are 174% more likely to purchase than viewers who did not or users who did not. And so, therefore, today's pharmacist has to ensure that they are not only reaching out to um, the masses in terms of saying, hey, we're different, but how are you going to do that? And what are you going to be different about? Is it really going to be we are fast and accurate? And we'll get you in and out quickly. And we've been around for 50 years. Or are you going to raise a different banner over your pharmacy, utilizing different technologies that say, if you have diabetes, then we speak your language. And in fact, we've uh, we have an app that will connect you and I together, so that we might not just say here's your medicine, but that we might partner with you to improve your health. And so, what we see in the marketplace is that pharmacists across the country are now taking a different aspect to marketing, where they're not only marketing within their four walls, but now. Now they're reaching out and not just in traditional ways of traditional television advertising, but they're reaching out through social media channels. They're reaching out through specific apps that connect them uh, with uh, their patients and in a variety of different ways.
1: What do you what do you think, Nicole, is the reluctance um, of a of a pharmacy leader, director, owner, Um, one pharmacy, 10 pharmacies To really embrace uh, mobile touch to their patient, as well as social media to their patient, what do you think the biggest barriers to embracing uh, social media and digital health?
2: Uh, You know, I think it's it's change. Um, It's something different, you know, that they maybe don't fully understand. And so, you know, they've done it's one way for so long and to adapt a different sort of marketing that maybe they're not quite sure how it works, um, is I guess fearful for them. So, um, so, yeah, just, just change, I think, for them, um, adapting new practices, new ways of reaching the market. I think some of it is um, the perception that social media is only for younger people and, you know, those that maybe aren't their demographic, not realizing that adults 65 plus are the, the fastest growing segment on Facebook and some other social media channels.
1: You know, David, I Obviously, know from interviewing you before uh, with the Rethink Pharmacy platform, and um, how um, you know that that means that hashtag uh, Rethink Pharmacy means more than just one thing. It's the entire um, world of what is pharmacy, and how, um, as we talked before we we started uh, the show today, we talked about the silo walls of different sectors of healthcare are coming down because of the collaboration and the overflow needs of pharmacy into so many aspects of our healthcare system are finally starting to um, flow the way that they should have been from the beginning. Um, Physicians, uh, specialists uh, are starting to look at the pharmacist as this core provider of ongoing Um, therapy needs for this patient so when we look at the pharmacists themselves and the time that they have and the time that they don't have and we see where mobile touch back to the patient is is necessary where social media touch back to the patient is necessary but then you have to worry about policy you have to worry about saying uh, the right things you have to worry about HIPAA Um, the very first thing that comes in my mind, uh, referencing back to my comfort zone of technology (laughs) is technology. So what is it specifically, David? What do you, what do you suggest that a pharmacy owner does when they're trying to put this all together?
2: Uh,
0: that's a great question. And in order to 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 go down this route, we first have to answer the question of why. Um, we certainly have a how, and that really is GRx marketing and how they have a handholding approach. But before we even look at that, you have to look at the why. And that is that when we we know that when pharmacists get involved, outcomes improve, and therefore insurances now know that. Um, PSAOs, are seeing this and being able to utilize that. Uh, For those pharmacies who are excelling, they're banding them together and saying, hey, we have a different group of pharmacies. We have a high-performance network, and so therefore, we can bring you access to more patients. We're also seeing, uh, gosh, uh, ACOs in the marketplace even adopt pharmacy spaces. We're seeing hospitals now paying pharmacists to be able to engage with their patients so that they might not be penalized for readmissions. And so, again, there is a huge why is that outcomes improve. And there, there is a secondary windfall benefit for financial gain and growth within the pharmacy. Now, if we look at social media and how that plays a role, um, one stat that just blows my mind that I heard from Jay Williams uh, with Pharmacy Directions just the other day, he said that uh, there are 72 percent of all adults um, visit Facebook um, uh, once a month. But, you know, what blows me away is that it's not just once a month, you know, is 72 percent are visiting it um, uh, once a month, but 65 percent actually use it. Daily, So there is a huge connection point that we are missing if we do not engage intentionally with our people and throughout our community. And it's not just maybe through a a blast um, type piece that's very generic in nature, but more so it's all about connecting with our people in the community and interacting with them just as what GRX marketing uh, can assist us in doing so.
1: Nicole, GRX marketing has a specific plan for social, obviously. Um, And the plan you had described on uh, your other podcast is kind of the beginning of it. Um, What do you do when um, the the pharmacist reaches that second point of growth in leveraging GRX marketing, especially the social side of things? Are you you kind of coaching them to um, train one specific technician or pharmacist, or thought leader inside their organization to continue to drive those sincere touch points and conversations with patients?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's vital to get somebody, you know, local involved um, that can really help take that social media presence to the next level for them. Um, So having somebody kind of in the trenches and being able to post um, local things definitely propels them um, above their competitors.
1: So it's really a mixture of um, kind of an information feed that you can trust, some good content that you can trust, but then you also have to mix that with some local sincerity um, communicated, communication interaction between um, you know that patient in in the community pharmacy organization.
2: Yeah, definitely, and even just you know staff photos and you know that sort of thing. People love seeing what other people are doing, and I think. Even just uh, you know a photo of the, the pharmacist um, out talking at a community presentation, or dressed up for Halloween, or something like that, you know, that takes five minutes to do can help um, help it so the customers remember you. You become top of mind. You know, it doesn't have to be a hard sell to them on your services necessarily. It can just show your engagement in the community and the pharmacy.
1: David, when I see organizations like United Health, who's been a sponsor on the show, Humana, Walgreens, CVS, dumping hundreds of thousands of dollars into digital health, uh, social media, um, it's like it's not it's not a question anymore. It's like time to catch up, people. It's time to it's Mm -hmm. it's time to to meet patients where they're at. And there, and and we know, David, through the statistics that you shared, that we're using our mobile phones more than we're using our uh, desktop, you know, computers. Really. So, when you are at a conference or you're talking with someone, even about creative, uh, the creative pharmacist program, um, when you're talking about kind of uh, the change, where in the conversation does it come? Uh, you know that you're that you're almost saying hey, you got to get off your rump, pharmacy owner, you got to get going. Like, when does that happen?
0: (laughs) It's very true that if we do not make a change, um, and if we are immovable in that way, then we very well may be caught in the cracks of this ever changing landscape. And again, um, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to be able to uh, connect in this way, uh, through social media channels, through uh, chronic disease management, and the like, you just have to partner with the right people in order to do so. You know, I mean, we all grew up without social media for the most part as kids. Right. Only the youngest generation has grown up with this kind of as, as a uh, as a common thing that they've grown up with. The rest of us have all had to adapt. And again, it's all about points of communication. Gone are the days where we say, here's your metformin. I'll see you if and when you ever decide to come back and refill your prescription again. Now it's more like today is day one and we're going to connect with you. We're going to partner with you. We're going to educate you. And again, you'll even see in all that we do. And if there's anything that comes out of this pharmacy, whether it be a uh, a flyer, whether it be a video, whether you see us on Facebook or anything else, it will speak a specific message. And it's no longer we've been around for 50 years and we offer great customer service. Now it is, um, you know, when you come here, we have a vested interest in your outcomes. And are we going to say that in marketing? No, but it will be, uh, certainly implicated in all that we do through high end uh, marketing as well, not just the um, you know the, the kind that says, "Hey, I have a cousin who's uh, 15." And when they get off from school today, they can go do a couple of things for us, and and we'll just xerox that, and slowly it'll become black and white, and then it'll it'll twist to where it's just a, it looks almost <laughs> unreadable. We're gonna have excellence in all things, and because that's what we as a pharmacy want to be known for. Because when you come to he, when you come to this pharmacy, and you have heart failure or COPD, you name it, that's the exact same difference that you will see, and that's what sets us apart from our competition.
1: So, if you're listening to this show and you may be at different stages, you may be at the beginning stage that you're like, I don't even know what to do to start out first. You might be at a second stage where you said, Hey, I've made an investment into digital communication, into mobile, um, into a social media strategy. You might even be at a third stage, per se, if we're kind of breaking this into stages and saying, Hey, it, it hasn't been successful and I kind of need to relaunch it. If you're listening, GRX knows what's going on. I mean, they're, they're doing this every day. You know, they're, they're taking care of you, the pharmacy director, the pharmacy owner and management team, like you're taking care of your patients. So you're listening to this. It's that kind of thought leadership that. Nicole is tapping into so many other pharmacy owners and knowing what's working and what's not working, and people like David Pope who are also tapping into so many different owners to know the difference between, um, you know, the beginning stages of such a campaign and an initiative to, uh, you know, to being successful or not successful with it. If you're going to make the investment, you have to start out with a plan, as we said in the very first GRX Marketing uh, Pharmacy podcast we did. So, Nicole, in kind of wrapping up, what, what can you invite or what can you say to the listeners today? Some of them are, of course, pharmacy leaders and um, kind of making those first uh, steps towards um, kind of looking for an outsourced expert, looking for that thought leadership and, and helping them bring something to the table.
2: You know, just that um, we can help you get started. And what makes us different is that, you know, we do the work for you. We work with you and, um, you know, find out what your ideas are. What are your goals for the next six months? You know, what do you want to promote as far as your services? Um, You know, is it getting your adherence up or is it? Um, starting a new program, that sort of thing. And we, you know, we do it for you, we come out with the ideas, the concepts, we execute it for the pharmacy owner. And then we report back with return on investment reports to show um, how your marketing is working for you. So we make it easy to get started and to go to that next level, no matter where you're at in that process.
0: Absolutely. Again, I think the point's been made today, but just that um, today is an exciting day to be in pharmacy practice. It really is. Whereas there's lots of change, and with change always comes apprehension. But I would say that there is no better time to be a pharmacist than right here and right now. And again, just partnering with the right people is key. Um, no one is the greatest at everything. So we just band together. Pharmacy is a small group and, and a tight group. And so, therefore, we're looking after each other. and. And again, by using uh, creative marketing, as well as uh, by partnering with the right crews to be able to uh, connect you even in greater ways to your chronic care patients, I think is key. And again, uh, just exciting, part to, uh, exciting times to be a part of, uh, of the change within pharmacy.
1: You know there's going to be some show uh, there's going to be some show notes and some links in the show notes of this pharmacy podcast. I have a homework assignment for the listeners. There is a paper that was put out by Dr. Blake Tony, which was in part uh, with the College of Pharmacy of the Ohio State University and it's called Social Media as a Leadership Tool for Pharmacists. Once again, that's social media as a leadership tool for pharmacists. You Google that it'll come right up. And it's an incredible paper of the research of what social media truly means and what uh, digital uh, marketing and digital health truly means to that pharmacy leader, that pharmacist leader. So definitely take a look at that and then reach out to the GRX marketing team, uh, ask questions, uh, get Nicole to kind of give you some direction um, and, and do something different to prepare you for what's coming in 2016. Uh, Which things aren't going to get any easier, but we can definitely innovate and become much more successful uh, oriented pharmacists that are looking to um, engage patients at their level, at their world, and uh, the extension of human longevity uh, in being better. Um, David and Nicole, I thank you. It's been a treat and like I said, it's been a privilege to have leaders like yourself on the Pharmacy Podcast Show. And um, a special thank you to GRX Marketing for uh, sponsorship of this series. Thanks, Todd. Thank you, Todd. You were listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. We were with Nicole McClure with GRX Marketing and David Pope, who is co-founder of The Creative Pharmacist. And we thank you for listening.